welcome all to our uh, third session of uh, uh, Cyber Talks. Uh, um, today we have um, uh, the honor to have with us uh, Mr. Rostislav Janona, uh, the director of the National Cybersecurity Center SKC of Slovakia. Uh, Mr. Rastislav Janota served as the chairman of the Cybersecurity Committee of uh, the Security Council of the Slovak Republic, as well as the director of National Cybersecurity SK Serb. From this position, he bears responsibility for cybersecurity governance of Slovakia. And of course, the Zoom implementation <laughs> in uh, a Slovak uh, uh, governmental institutions. Uh, and um, indeed, we discuss uh, 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 this very relevant topic of uh, um, the usage and uh, the implementation of uh, uh, Zoom in uh, uh, governmental uh, agencies uh, in Slovak and uh, security uh, uh, um, features and, and on the other hand, uh, uh, obstacles. Uh, by the way, um, is there any kind of uh, video conference uh, um, application or, or solution that uh, you may uh, recommend uh, in terms of uh, uh, security? Which uh, even not recommend that, uh, well, um, will be uh, safer uh, and less evaded than uh, uh, what uh, uh, you say regarding Zoom? Um, there is a study on this topic from uh, the American NSA available uh, openly. Uh, we didn't really do uh, detailed analysis of, of uh, different systems for, let's say, non-sensitive uh, conferences. We use usually WebEx from Cisco or Microsoft Teams. Uh, for the little bit more sensitive uh, topics with closed uh, groups, uh, we have implemented uh, the open source solution in our premises uh, called Jitsi, which works very fine. And of course, for the sensitive uh, topics, we uh, rely on the encryption, which is not encryption done by the video conferencing system, but it's encryption uh, done by a spe special encryption devices certified for certain level of, of uh, sensitivity. Okay, thank you for uh, this explanation. So, um... The uh, uh, lecture of Mr. Janata will be on the topic of usual day of cybersecurity manager in a company. And we had a glimpse of this uh, 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 usual day of cybersecurity manager in a company regarding uh, uh, security issues uh, with Zoom and video conference uh, in this case. So, um, uh, Mr. Janota, uh, the floor is yours um, for the lecture about usual day of subsecurity manager in a company. Um, yes, we can see your... Okay, good. If the slides uh, are visible for you, then yes, indeed. I could start. 
Yes. Um, at the very beginning, we all know that the cybersecurity as a topic is a, is a topic which should concern everyone. So, uh, you know that uh, the security has basically two type of approaches. Uh, the security on the country level, security of the borders, uh, security of the of the air about the country, etc., is something which uh, is protected by the government, army, uh, border service, etc. On the other side, uh, there is a security which should be done by every citizen, security of your own house. No one is really protecting your own house. Government is helping you in a case of problems. If somebody uh, steals anything from your house, you call police and the police uh, help with investigation, but not technically protection. And the cybersecurity topic is on this level. So every one of us is responsible for our own data. Uh, this is basic uh, rule for many. Uh, I'm uh, meeting a lot of companies, uh, a lot of people as a part of my job. And to be frank, even these rules looks very logic for many citizens, many company owners, many managers are not so uh, logic. They just uh, asking questions what the governments are doing to protect us. In uh, the same time, they will claim uh, internet neutrality, uh, ability or disability of government to interfere with internet communication, etc. So we can't do anything on internet as a government, but we should protect them on internet in the same time, which makes no sense, of course. So my company, uh, my company decided to to start with cybersecurity a couple of weeks ago. So they appointed me as a cybersecurity manager. Actually, six months ago, uh, I received some duties. I received some possibilities. Uh, first, I should or I have possibility to submit proposals and report information in the field of cybersecurity directly to the managing director, general director, or managing managing board. So uh, regardless of my formal position in the uh, structure of the company, I have right to access top level of the management with information. This part is very important imagine situation uh, we have a serious incident there is no time to use a usual uh, steps in the company uh, structure uh, where every part of the step will alter the information somehow so the results uh, coming to the top management may differ quite visibly from the original information from the security side. Uh, my other role is to uh, ensure the implementation of security measures in the system, uh, in the company. I should be independent from the company uh, operations, from the company IT technology uh, services, or the, the company design 
group of the IT uh, services. Usually, uh, the best possibility is to report directly to the board or to the general director or somewhere slightly out from the usual uh, operation. And of course, it's quite important for me to have knowledge for something like that. Uh, my recommendation for uh, the beginners in such position is to start uh, uh, training as an internal auditor according to ISO 27001. So this is definitely not enough knowledge, but very good start. Uh, cybersecurity management in the company should be built around uh, risk, risk management, should come with implementation of the risk management culture in the company. It's not only the technical part. My role is not to be the best technician or best security technician in the company, definitely not. Uh, I am a security expert which means more on the risk side than on technical or legal side, to be frank. <laughs> uh, it's necessary as a first step to check if there are any uh, legislation obligations in the country. Uh, if there is any uh, law which creates uh, compliance duties to our organization. And I should co have co-workers. Uh, big boss of the company appointed as a, my closest team, head of company operation, head of IT, head of personnel, and of course, our lawyer. These are not supervised by me, but they are in, let's say, working with me uh, because a lot of activities uh, we should do in the cybersecurity will uh, touch their fields or I need uh, support from them in order to be efficient. And of course, this group should introduce a development plan uh, for the company as well as for our colleagues, for employees of the company in the field of uh, cybersecurity. So, uh, over the last months, what I did first, uh, creating a cybersecurity strategy in the organization. We should start from somewhere. And we all know that there are two basic approaches, uh, uh, bottom up and uh, from top down. In this case, a bottom up would not be optimal solution. So strategy as a main uh, high-level document in the organization. At the end of the strategy preparation, uh, we did with colleagues uh, information classification and categorization of our systems, our network, infra information systems, the whole infrastructure, everything related to, the, to uh, this field. As a next step, we try to set up a minimum security requir requirements uh, for different categories of the network and IT systems. 
again, there are two uh, good sources of the knowledge. According to law, if there is any law which uh, creates uh, compliance duties and edit uh, with uh, international recognized best practices, uh, ISO 27000, uh, the NIST, and part of the COVID-5 uh, topics. COVID is not basically the, the security standard, as you know, but there are uh, topics in the COVID which should be uh, taken into consideration while to create uh, standards in the organization. Specifically, COVID is very much focused on, on the, the responsibilities. And uh, COVID explained that the responsibility is nothing like this one person would be responsible for the world. No, it's a, it's a chain of responsibilities from very uh, single employee to the very top of the organization. Requirements are typically different to different categories of systems, of course. Uh, the easy systems, like if you have an IT uh, application which control the, the renting of the books from the company library, it's not probably a business critical application. So security requirements for operation of such application would be really very low. It doesn't mean zero. Uh, you should uh, consider that the, that application is operated in the environment of the company. So if there is a way how to enter the company systems through this application, then real use of this application is not that important point you should consider. It's just the open door to the company infrastructure, etc. So every part of the company infrastructure must be secured and must be, must be operated with care. Um, it's not bad in this phase to find a partner, to find a help. Uh, it should be done across the company, but the knowledge we are, our company is not uh, IT rated company or security rated company. So, so we don't have basically all the necessary knowledge uh, on board. So for us, very important part is really to find an external partner. Uh, we try to use certified cybersecurity auditor, which is quite a good position or uh, good knowledge for us. Uh, be careful. There is a lot of companies on the market today claiming they are able to help us. A lot of companies trying to, to convince customers they are good in the cybersecurity, they are good in security, etc. But frankly, experience from, from the real life, 10%. The rest, different qualities. Uh, but usually not really uh, on the proper level. So we tried, uh, we tried to, to create different approach. We use only certified cybersecurity auditors. If there are no uh, auditors around us, there are a possibility to use uh, certified consultants, certified in the cybersecurity field. 
And again, it depends on what we are doing. Because for instance, okay, every company should use certified auditor slash consultant. But as we are a vendor, we have a, a plans where we uh, manufacture our products. We have a lot of operating technologies, uh, SCADA type uh, systems, etc. So our other consultant uh, came not from the IT security side, but it came from the from the OT security side, and there is only one organization currently recognized in the world, which could do certification on the security of the OT world. So uh, this should be uh, prepared, and and such partners should be selected with care. So uh, we've been concentrating on those lines, those topics. It doesn't mean that those topics are all or every single line uh, applied to every single company. Uh, these lines came again from the standards, from, from, from the ISO, from uh, NIST, etc. And even the standards uh, list them as an as a in inspiration not mandatory lines you could be in a situation then one or other point is not valid for your organization anyway for us all were valid so so uh, we've been considering all those aspects of the security within the company <clears throat> what next uh, we all know that uh, the usual or the biggest problem of the security lays somewhere between the keyboard and, and the chair. So, employee, person. Uh, for us, so training for our employees is critical. Again, different levels from the security hygiene, from basic awareness for all employees working with computers or having possibility to touch and to some extent even home computer because uh, if we would train our employees uh, how to act responsibly on uh, the home on the company computers they will do the same on the home computers so for them it's a good and useful training even if they do not have a critical role in the company so um, this is one layer the other layer it's it stuff uh, we all know that uh, being an it doesn't mean automatically uh, having a security knowledge uh, we should do awareness for the it stuff as well still it's awareness it's different than for the secretaries but it's awareness and the third layer is the training of the real security experts per field. Uh, let's start with the basic awareness. Again, uh, we are definitely not able to prepare something like that uh, on our own. We search for a partner. Uh, this partner uh, have been tasked for two things. To prepare uh, the first set of trainings for for uh, 
part of our employees, usually small group of our employees, which would consist also our future internal trainers for the awareness level. Uh, why internal trainers? We don't want to pay for this to the external company all over around. Very important uh, part of the awareness training, cyber hygiene training is to repeat it. So as some other trainings which we are forced to do from the law, actually uh, security trainings to be frank, uh, we introduce cyber hygiene as a part of the regular trainings. Every employee within the first months after joining the company should pass the first time, should pass pass first time this training, and then every year or every two years, but not not longer. Uh, we should correct uh, his way of thinking. We should repeat basic rules around and around and of course even the awareness is a part which has own development so uh, you can easily uh, change 50 percent of the awareness training within the year time frame just because there is a very fast evaluation on the on the attacker side so training should reflect the uh, usual ways of attacking uh, in the same time, uh, we've been starting with our IT uh, deploy, uh, deploying of the better detection tools. Again, usual question, money. Our financial director uh, is very sensitive to the, <laughs> to the budget. Uh, so we decided to use mostly open source uh, products. There is a a lot of good open source tools uh, on the detection side, to be frank. But open source usually means they are not, let's say, boxed products. So you can't come and just put box somewhere, that's all. You should do something with it. You should do good implementation, etc. Uh, for the, as the cybersecurity is something that the company should do from now forever, it's not quite necessary to have own uh, stuff for it. So the, the plan to come and buy everything from the external sources is fine for the one-time operation, but not for something we should, we should do every time, around and around. So we start to train our own stuff. We try to use our own stuff for implementing the open source. And We've been just seeking for the external help from somebody. Uh, good source of knowledge could be uh, local national cert or uh, sector, sectorial cert if there is something like that in the government. Maybe they wouldn't have really enough capacity to help us with some specific activities and definitely you can't rely on, on uh, ability on their ability to come and install those products in our uh, infrastructure. But I'm pretty sure they, they could recommend you experts, they could recommend you even company who, who uh, is able to teach you something, or conferences or trainings where you can send your own stuff uh, for development in this field. At the end, definitely it's cheaper. You know what you are doing. 
And as a side effect, you have better internal stuff because they do not rely on on box, which is doing black magic. But you have software where your stuff was from the day zero with the software in your infrastructure. The other important activity is hardening. Uh, as a part of the policy documents from the beginning in strategy and then, then uh, de more detailed parts, you should do regular updates, firewalls on servers, log management, etc. There is a lot of things. Definitely, we started to, to decommission obsolete operating system, obsolete applications. Uh, not everything is so easy. This is a process. It, it can't be done in a day. Uh, for us, being a vendor of something, uh, we know that, for instance, operation technology OT uh, controlled management systems has usual uh, 20 years round for changing the generations. So if we have five years old technology uh, in our uh, manufacturing plant, we have pretty new uh, technology. Unfortunately, five, five years ago, the technology was definitely not prepared to to fight with with the cybersecurity problems so we should find other way <coughs> so what next it's very good that we have all this but basic mistake of uh, most companies is that we have a lot of sensors we monitor almost everything. So we have a lot of information. And who is reading that? Who is do analytics on this amount of information? <coughs> Sorry. So as we do not have such stuff right now, uh, we've been looking for the other external partner. This time it is Security Operations Center or CERT. Basically, we realized that there are many companies uh, claiming that SOC is part of CERT or CERT is part of SOC. Frankly, we don't care. Uh, it means at the end, uh, same story. There is a SOC function, CERT function. This is something what we need. So uh, we try to find external company. Again, there is a lot of uh, security manage services on the market <clears throat> so we try to 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 search for the internationally recognized third uh organization member of a first uh organization it's a worldwide organization of the of the thirds or and better at least accredited member of uh, the trusted introducer organization. Uh, this partner then collect uh, from us logs uh, from detectors uh, in our security perimeter, uh, IDS, IPS systems, firewalls, routers, DNS servers, web servers, mail servers, many other things. If we, uh, in the future, I want to go deeper. Uh, security on the perimeter is only 
one part of the security. Uh, technically, we should do security to the last end uh, endpoint, to the last computer, notebook, uh, desktop, etc. A lot of things uh, are not able to. You should do it on the computer at the end of the line. Anyway, we uh, share these security uh, results from uh, different devices and sensors to the uh, SOC team. They have 24-7 operation, so uh, they are able to detect and do analytics over our logs on really uh, continuous basis. And then it depends uh, what is the contract for us. Or they uh, find a problem and inform us and we should solve it. Or they may help us to solve it as well. But then we should grant them access to our systems, which in some cases might be quite sensitive. But it's a balance. Again, if we don't have own own stuff, we should grant access to somebody else, which is security whole to some extent. On the other side, if we uh, want to control everything on our own, we should have trained stuff. So it's a mixture. Anyway, it's quite a good approach to, at least for the analytics and, and, and searching for the, for the potential problems to uh, use external service. Why? There is a lot of examples uh, from the world that internal service, internal department with the same task, uh, during the time realize that they are not very, let's say, uh, positively recognized in the company because their task is to, to be allowed with problems. And who loves somebody who is only announcing problems, nothing else? So internal departments uh, during the time decrease amount of uh, reported problems. They don't want really to be the bad guys in the company. Sometimes even the management uh, gives them uh, less enumeration for their work, uh, less advantages uh, around the holidays, etc. Many things because they are the bad guys in the company. They they come with problems. We don't we don't like problems. We like profit. We don't like problems. Uh, on the other side, external company is paid for problems. They can lose contract if they would not come with a lot of problems on the regular basis. So they are focused on searching for real problems. And then it depends on, on the management of the company. Do I want to know where I have problem? Or I should do just the formal steps and, and, and be happy without having knowledge about my weak points. So this is the reason why external SOC cert is very good for most of the organizations. On the other side, if uh, the management is very advanced, company is really big, and you can really keep your SOC cert, internal SOC, quite far from the rest of the company, then maybe 
this is the, the, this scenario would not happen but it's always the question uh, very important part is in the parallel to to hire and train internal qualified staff very good option for me optimal option is that external ent entity is do only analytics over the data but any kind of interference with my own infrastructure is done internally by own staff so all staff should be uh, receiving information about incidents and solving it so in this situation i am quite happy I think uh, my organization is well prepared for critical situation, incidents, etc. So, what next? What else can we expect? We have documentation, strategy, policies, etc. But we, okay, we should uh, gain the experience, we should train the colleagues, and the most important part is really to have everything what was prepared uh introduced into the real life it must be part of their activity currently cybersecurity is perceived as something which is very special very complicated and therefore very expensive which is actually not true and uh, something uh, which the usual employee is not able to understand, so they do not even think about it. And this is something that should be changed in the organization. The other part uh, we will do on the day-to-day -day level is documentation. A company is a living organism, so there is always changes on the daily basis uh including changes on the daily basis on the it side so documentation should reflect the as is situation so it should be changed as well so do not forget on updating the documentation according to the everything what uh, we changed and of course as a part of the implementation of the of the security measures there is a lot of uh, changes which are created by this implementation but it's not enough people training 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 from every side and frankly uh, we have quite heavy problem with the top management really even some of them are helping us security guys uh, with this process it doesn't mean that they really understand how uh, important is the issue uh, for the core business of the company so what we do again we've been trying to find an external company who is focused on in this case so-called tabletop exercises uh, there is a many types of tabletop exercises. Uh, one of them is an exercise which is technically or typically not technical. It's focused on the top management, 
is focused on on the company teams uh non-technical teams playing um virtual scenario uh, for our type of company in our case for the vendor for the company who is who is uh, operating the manufacturing plants uh where that that organizer of the exercise is trying to introduce us into virtual but possible situation beginning with a cyber attack situation which might lead for instance to losing of our uh, um, information about the new products uh, our our uh, product development plans uh, information on our customers financial situation etc those are the things which basically are somewhere stored in the IT systems, but um, the IT staff is not really understanding the importance of that uh, information and owners of the information are really not taking care of the risks coming from storing of such data somewhere in the computers. Maybe, uh, frankly, not in the computers somebody could stole the comp uh, information even if it is in 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 a library in my room same same problem just physical so uh non-technical management focused tabletop exercises uh we realized that it's very good way how to how to introduce topic into the management into the top management and maybe to, then to some other levels so uh, on a usual day finally uh, i alternately focus on different topics documentation evaluation of measures and i work with my colleagues on from the training uh, to the planning activities many other things uh, we are not trying we are not trying to forget about preventive measures uh we created a lot of uh informations for different level of the of the employees about typical trainings uh typical attacks there is a lot of activities in a lucky day i don't have incident uh also cooperation with external environment is quite important thing um to be frank, we all know that uh, security is uh, about uh, trust and cooperation. In the cyber uh, field, without sharing information from the others, you can't be really efficient in protecting yourself. And no one would share anything with you without trust. And trust is something which can't be created by order. It can't be written in the in the law like, "Hey, companies, you must trust to each other because it is in the law." It doesn't work like that. So uh, we should work with with the others, with the the companies, with organizations, uh, on training level, on information sharing level. In our country, for instance. 
but this is basically true in all countries. Uh, the banking uh, sector is very competitive. So um, it's very sensitive. Banks can't cooperate because then it could be considered as, as a, a breach of the laws, uh, competition, ensuring laws, etc. With one uh, example, uh, sharing information on the security situation, incidents, ways of attacks is allowed. Why? Because uh, one type of attack to one bank would be tomorrow repeated to the other bank and successful attack would decrease at the end overall uh, trust of the sector in the eyes of the customers. So that part is important. So for us, we open a cooperation with the national third and our sectorial third, third for, for uh, the, the businesses, for, for, for manufacturing businesses. We also been searching for something called Isaac. Isaac is typically a sharing platform. Usually is focused on the sector. So, so for instance, energy Isaac or healthcare Isaac or automotive Isaac. It means that within that healthcare Isaac, the security uh, staff from the healthcare-oriented companies, from hospitals, etc., are meeting and sharing experience. And it's not sharing only uh, experience on attacks and incidents, but also on how to do things good. In our country, for instance, Isaac is also a platform where government preparing a new legislation is coming and consult that future legislation with companies. Then companies are prepared for the new legislation, for the new regulation in the future, which helps them to be more efficient, usually with less cost and definitely with less stress. So Isaac for us is very important uh, channel for cooperation, external cooperation. And at the end, a uh, little bit different view to the problems in the companies. This is few of the topics we came with from the real life. It doesn't mean it's a complete list of the problems, but you see at least different views on, on uh, the problem problems in the organizations. On the management side, I mentioned lack of security perception misconception, reluctant to invest, of course. Uh, we all know that companies are managed based on the business cases. Every important decision <coughs> must be proven by business case first. <coughs> Try to do business case on security. It's impossible. But if you would change the way and do risk management, business case with risk management uh, methodology inside 
is something which is possible. For instance, based on experience of our banking sector, uh, which do cybersecurity uh, based on the regulation since 2004, which is today 16, 17 years, uh, their experience is that if they would invest 10% of the possible risk into improvement of their security situation, it is not, uh, it means not losing that money, but at the end it will increase their profit. Is profit neutral or even increasing their profit? With 10% of investment, it's, it's clearly better than profit neutral. The other part, security professionals. Great shortage of people. Frankly, in our country, we don't even have schools producing security professionals, on the, not on the good level, on any level. And even those available are in poor quality anyway. Weak security knowledge is a basic, basic uh, rule for the professionals in IT anyway. And even the training which is available on the market is, is Almost there are few uh, well-established security training chains in the world. Uh, in some countries, uh, those chains are available in some not, and you should travel for training uh, sometimes even uh, to the other continent. Not easy topic. On the, EPR, on the IT side, different set of problems. Uh, again, sense of security missing. Very important part is they have their own habits. Uh, acting securely means changing those habits. We all know that changing of people's habits is almost impossible and definitely a long-term process. And again, as we usually do not uh, do any security trainings for them, um, they do not even know they have problems. On the users, same story, habits. Uh, security is very much connected with some uh, changes, with some limits to their usual habits. And uh, users uh, tends to ignore the risks, which means then do not even understand what kind of risk it might uh, come without uh, being responsible, which is part of awareness training. The governance side, absence of risk management culture, missing interconnection between physical, personal and information security. To be frank, security is a one big system, you can't split it into independent fields. And many, many other parts, including, for instance, supply chain. Currently, we see in the market a lot of supply chain attacks organized even by countries, some countries in the world. Very professionally conducted uh, supply chain attacks. And uh, for us, as a vendor of our products, uh, supply chain is a critical part. Uh, 
security operation I mentioned many times, security center, some kind of security operation center or third 24-7 vulnerability management of, of my systems in the infrastructure, centralized log collection, non-existing, missing in 99.9% .9 of organizations, etc. Uh, access control, frankly, how much or how good is your process for somebody leaving the organization to ensure that all his access is to any kind of company knowledge systems infrastructure is uh, cancelled. In most organizations, this is really not, even there, there are some processes in many organizations, but as I mentioned, remember uh, during the documentation, I said there is everyday changes in the infrastructure. So you should do everyday changes in the uh, documentation. Without that, you can't even know that your IT uh, staff created a new access way a week ago. So you will cancel all accesses for the living employees besides access to the system which was created just weeks ago and are not documented. And of course, uh, other missing areas, use of not non-updated software tools, weak or no hardening. Hardening is, is, is a root word for, for many IT persons. It's risky activity for them. Uh, missing backup and recovery plans. There is a joke. No one is doing backup. Everyone wants to do only recovery. Hmm. And of course, uh, or neglected antivirus tools or security tools for the email communication or uh, sometimes the other view we believe much in, in the efficiency of antivirus tools. And to be frank, current situation uh, in the encryption, I don't mean good encryption which is organized by me, but, but on the encryption on the web, for instance, uh, create situation where, for instance, if you use uh, Google Chrome in the organization, then the encryption for the, for the web traffic is done in the browser. So, your local antivirus is not able to do antivirus tasks because everything is encrypted from the browser. So even uh, downloading of the of the softwares with viruses are not really checked because of encryption. It, it came directly to the browser, which decrypt and and uh, implement that system to the file system without even change without check, without everything. So encryption is very uh, sensitive. On the other side, uh, mail typically is very much not non-encrypted environment and we are sending everything during with email. Use encryption, use signing the emails at least. Uh, you can receive mails from anyone and you don't have 100% uh, sure that person who is sending the email is person you know and you are 
expecting that email, etc., etc. So many things. Anyway, uh, I am end of the presentation right now. Uh, for me, my motto right now is that we really should try a different security approach this year than the years before. We all should do it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Janota, Mr. Rasita. Mr. Janota, Mr. Janota, was. I hope was, you well. I hope you feel well. Um, it was a remarkable, uh, enriching, and and for me it was a brilliant one, uh, because it uh, uh, covers um, the day of security manager, but also. A uh, wide range of topics of security topic topics and and I, I and I heard echoes of of topics that uh, I mentioned to my uh, students and one of the Im important things that I, I saw you know it's not uh, beneath the, the lines but reflecting uh, uh, very much in, in in your presentation is uh, uh, what it's called the Macumber. Uh, uh, cube of John McCumber uh, 30 years ago that um, um, formed the 3D cube of uh, information security. And uh, often I say to my students that um, um, basically when, when we uh, 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 think or speak about uh, uh, cybersecurity or information security, the most important thing and the crucial thing and the basic thing that we think about, well, the first thing is technology uh, but what was emphasized in your presentation is that uh, information security and subsecurity is as mentioned in uh, john mccumber cube uh, technology is only one part there is also uh, the policy and the procedures and the third uh, the third layer is the awareness and the uh, education and the knowledge of uh, of everyone it's not the worker and everyone and it's remind me uh, a question uh, in one of the exams that one of my students uh, mentioned to me that he had in one of our courses and he said it um, um, in one of his cyber exams uh, uh, the lecturer asked what is the uh, most crucial threat or, or a prominent threat, uh, cyber threat to a given organization. And the right answer was a frustrated employee. It's not hackers, not the external, and a frustrated internal, the enemy within. And uh, your presentation covered uh, all of those uh, 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 important topics uh, uh, from the technological point of view, uh, policy and procedure, and of course, education and awareness, exactly as covered in the McCumber Cube. Uh, so um, indeed, uh, thank you very much. It was a, a, a very deep and enriching uh, presentation. Um, do we have a question uh, from uh, the audience, from the attendees, to Mr. Janota? Uh, do we have any questions? Okay. Um, 
I wanted to take you, uh, Mr. Jonathan, to uh, another aspect of, uh, you know, um, a day-to-day, um, a day of um, uh, at the office of a cybersecurity manager, and to take you to our days of uh, 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 the coronavirus pandemic, and ask you, first of all, of, um, uh, you know, it, it can be a, a totally new presentation, but in a few remarks uh, about, first of all, the obstacles and the danger that we face uh, a more, uh, um, any given manager, security manager, um, in a day-by-day -day coronavirus pandemic era. And that's A and B um, about security challenges that Slovakia faced in um, uh, in this uh, coronavirus era. So first of all, uh, what is the relevant challenges and threat that uh, that uh, any given manager face in this uh, coronavirus era, from your point of view? For me, the the biggest uh, challenge uh, for the security manager is really to to convince the company that security is a part of the business in any company. Uh, we still see uh, this as a challenge on much easier topics, uh, e.g. Uh, IT itself. Uh, frankly, how many companies consider IT as a part of the business and not only as a supporting function somewhere deep in the structure. But for instance, again, banking sector currently in Slovakia, I don't have numbers uh, worldwide. In Slovakia, 91% of banking operations are IT based, which means without IT, 91% of banking business is non-existing. So in banks, IT is a part of the product development, is part of the core business decisions, not just the support for the toner in the printers. But still, in many companies, IT finished on the level of the toner for the printer. And uh, how we we could convince uh, the manager of the company that the IT security is important where they consider even IT not so important. So uh, for us, that kind of, let's say, um, tabletop trainings, I don't see this is the only, or I don't think this is the only way, but uh, bringing managers into this game, explaining them on examples that uh, security has direct impact on the profit of the company is the most challenging role of the cybersecurity manager these days, definitely. Uh, and we all are coming from the business environment. We all know that the key word uh, for any manager is profit. Profit is directly related to the enumeration, to any kind of, of uh, money 
manager could earn without profit. There are no money for the managers. So anything which might decrease profit is risky for the managers. That's the way. And then it should be explained. Manager is not stupid. So, so profit is just the first keyword, not the only point. Then it should be good explanation, good example, set of trainings, etc. So this is part which is very important for us and can't be done easily through TV advertisement uh, together with, with advertisement for yogurt and, and a washing machine. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's um, emphasizing once again the, the importance of uh, what you've mentioned of uh, the education and the awareness and the knowledge and the empowerment. And <clears throat> once again, that uh, um, we think about uh, um, sub-security as um, and security as uh, um, relevant to, um, that from the technological point of view, and you emphasize the importance of um, um, of the awareness of the manager for the security uh, to be aware of uh, uh, security uh, uh, needs and the security consequences, and uh, uh, even uh, uh, the profit line. Uh, uh, may be affect from a uh, um, security event and a breach. Um, and um, can you share us with some of what is what is possible about um, cyber threats and cyber challenges during the coronavirus era in Slovakia? Okay, this is not only during this time. Frankly, uh, this health uh, situation in the world just just speeds up the process of using home offices in many companies. Many companies uh, were prepared for it with uh, good implemented disaster recovery plans, well trained, but most of the companies not. So, as a part of the, uh, the security uh, measures on the health side, uh, companies uh, start forcing uh, their employees to work from home, uh, implement uh, different home office tools uh, into the company infrastructure uh, in very short time. And usually without proper preparation uh, of the security environment. So they, as a side effect to, to the home office possibility, created a whole new attack uh, surface for the, for the possible attackers. Uh, but this is the only one part currently uh, same story, not around home office, but around, for instance, product features we see with uh, rapid development of the new products. Markets are trying or are forcing companies to come every couple of days with a new feature, new, new product, if it is possible, uh, etc. And this very quick development is not going hand uh, with hand uh, with development of the security of those products. Good example uh, was that uh, huge security breach and, and uh, operation outage of the Garmin, 
just recently. Garmin uh, technologically is a very advanced tool or set of tools, set of products. And we see how much they uh, skip the security side of their development. You know, it's remind me uh, the attack on uh, um, Dyn, the DNS uh, provider in, I think it was October 2016. That was um, for that time, the largest um, DDoS uh, attack carried by um, um, breached IoT devices. Um, millions of um, um, webcams, CCTV, and so on and so forth. It was something like 1.2, uh, um, I think, terabyte or um, something, um, bandwidth. Um, and I think it was Bruce Schneier that said it. The problem is that no one uh, have the responsibility or intention to create, in this case, more secured uh, webcams. Because when we buy a webcam, we never think about the security of a webcam. It's just a webcam. We buy it, perhaps in, in, in some cases in Chinese websites. And on the one hand, we as the uh, uh, consumers, we do not think about the uh, uh, um, cyber security and the need for uh, for password and, and some security features of those uh, uh, IoT's devices. And on the other hand, the manufacturer do not think about um, and do not have the possibility to have IoT, uh, to have security department and uh, testers and uh, QA and so on and so forth. So we have a we are in a, 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 a market in which in in one hand we have a, a, a millions and billions of uh, IOTs and smart devices, but on the other hand, there are no demand for security and no um, regulation for security. So it's reflect what, what just what you say about Garmin. Uh, Yes, uh, I have one specific example around IT security. Um, we are on the European Union level, members of different working groups for many things. And one of the, those groups uh, is dealing somehow with the IT and uh, IoT and security. And within the, that group, uh, the, the task was uh, to prepare uh, security standards for the IoT products, uh, which could be adopted on the European Union level. And after quite long time, we realized that there is a member of the group which is using different obstacles to slow down the work of the group, which was a big surprise for us because we've been... Uh, thinking that that's being a member of the group means that I want to do something good for the topic. And then we realized that that a group was uh, built as a, as a cross-sectors group, so including vendors. And this was the guy from the company, which actually produced some IoT devices, which are by design not capable of 
doing any security. So for them to delay a security standards mean to give them more time to sell something which is by design very bad. Uh, they just delay any necessary invest, uh, investment into new security capable products on the IT side, etc., etc. So, uh, on one side, regulation, on other side, vendor, on third side, customer. Currently, customer is fighting for price for some basic features related to the product itself. Security definitely is not within the set of features customer is fighting for. So good product in terms of features for less money. Why would vendor do any, any uh, security feature which is not expected? The regulation is the only answer. And if you claim regulation as an answer to something, you have immediate reaction from many from the market that the government should not do regulation. Government is bad because trying to, to regulate something on the internet, which should be, should be independent, etc. So it's chicken egg problem to some extent. And that was the conclusion of, uh, I think it was Mr. Bruce Schneier that uh, wrote about it, that since there is no intention of uh, neither the producer, neither the consumer, nor the con consumer, neither the cons a producer, uh, there is a need of uh, a governmental regulation of security in the, uh, uh, the um, domain of uh, IOTs in this case. Um, if we don't, uh, don't have any more questions, I would like to thank you very much, Mr. Rasislav Jonota. Uh, it was uh, um, enlightening, it was enriching, it was uh, uh, things that uh, um, my students um, um, I will uh, encourage them to see it because um, it was uh, very, very important a day uh, in the life of a uh, um, subsequent manager. Uh, thank you so much for being with us uh, today and for sharing with us uh, uh, your uh, uh, insights and knowledge uh, and time. Uh, thank you, uh, the attendees, um, and see you next week. Uh, and another session of uh, Cybertalk. Thank you very much, all of you, and especially you, Mr. Janovita. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank Have you. Have a nice day, all of you. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.